This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And now back to your regular programming. You've never heard less productive analysis. Heard nationally, it's the Believe in FCS Football Podcast with Joe DeLeon and Sean Anderson. We're back here on the Believe in FCS Football Podcast. Joe DeLeon, Sean Anderson, two former college football players from the University of Rhode Island. We are here to recap the quarterfinals of the FCS playoffs. It was an exciting weekend. Some of the games were really fun. Uh, the majority of them ended up being lopsided for, for most of them throughout. But nonetheless, we had some good football outside of the Army-Navy game. Sean, how are we doing today? Uh, doing pretty good today. Uh, KFC and Taco Bell were on the, do- uh, on the docket for the recovery menu. In my house... Wait, which one, which one was breakfast and which one was lunch? Both lunch. Oh, 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 so you went to the combination. No, um, it's not even a combo. It's not even a combination uh, uh, Taco Bell and, and, and KFC. It was it was straight up. Uh, ne- they're just next door. So we went inside uh, the KFC. Cool. We went inside the KFC and then we drove right into the drive through at the Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would respect it more if you walked in to to like Taco Bell to get Taco Bell and then you made the the business decision to then walk from the Taco Bell into the or not walk in but just walk over. I think that would have been a little bit more of a a power move. Well, uh how about this for a power move? Tyler was eating a KFC bowl while they were while we were pulling up to get the ta- uh, Taco Bell food. So in the car, he's eating KFC and we're receiving a huge bag of filth from Taco Bell. <laughs> but uh, those bowls, I, I don't think uh, I can ever I can never eat one of those bowls and think I need more food. It's usually, oh, I need to just go to bed where the, the day is over after you eat one of those. It was. You don't. It was over until I texted you. The reason we didn't go at 3.30 was because everyone had the itis. Couldn't move. I didn't even sleep. I was, like, <laughs> I was even napping. I, it was just simply, uh, I cannot function right now. I need to. <laughs> by the way, Sean, uh, before we get into the games, we found out a lot about our show this week. Oh. Uh, one, we found out that uh, we say the Lord's name in vain too much, uh, which th- that one I knew, but then I sent you one of the comments that like someone treated it like it was like a, a podcast review, but it was just a direct comment on the video. So dipshit, we can read the comment and I, I, I don't care about your opinion, but this one person uh, summed this up actually up very perfectly. Yeah. Uh, he blamed us for the, the reason for the headache behind his left eye. And then he said, uh, uh, the, <laughs> wait, what was I, the exact I have wording? it here. Yeah, I have re- it here. Uh, yeah. uh, Richard O'Neill, seven minutes in and nothing but nonsense. <laughs> no, but the, <laughs> the follow-up one from yes. JT Nelson. Uh, unless you like watching them make out with each other and argue about syndication and drink out of their cartoonish size mug <laughs> slash jugs. I blame for I blame them for the headache behind my left See, eyeball. <laughs> I, actually, now that I think about that, I don't think that that was a negative comment. Like oh. I think that that was somebody just trying to be funny, and it actually it's, is really it was, funny. It's just so you know actual. what. I, I, 
Yes. That's what it is. <laughs> if they were trying to be hurtful and they really hate the show, like, uh, again, I don't care. Yeah. But the I, counterpart, I hope it's actual, like, oh, they were trying to be funny because that actually if, was really funny. If you're a casual listener, for so, me and Joe are sickos in the fact that that stuff we will laugh at harder than if somebody, like, makes a really funny joke or a, yeah. a good point, anything. Like, like we revel in that for no right. reason. It's stupid too because we obviously do this because there's some attention in it, and it, you know it's a all the reasons that you do brought ego, all of it. Yeah, it, yeah. It, that that's what it is, and it's never you never want to be like, oh, these guys are are, are jerks or assholes, and I don't think we are. But when it's stuff uh, like that, which a little bit sometimes, when it's me more gener- than you, when it's about the general drivel of the show, I yeah. will always laugh at it. And if someone just pop, like in the YouTube stream the other uh, other week. I, someone just came in and said, this sucks. I'm like, that's no, no, funny no. to the, me. These guys oh, stink. These that guys was what he stink. said. <laughs> that's awesome. I don't know why. Uh, it, it, maybe it's because we're uh, able to elicit a reaction from those guys, from people that, that uh, at that level. Yeah, no, I, and I, it's just – well, because I personally think I stink, so it's just like, oh, this person agrees with me. So it's 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 um, very, very, very fun times. Uh, so in record timing, though, we're, we're transitioning to the read and then getting to the game. So we're at 4.30 in on the taping. So, uh, Sean, can you share with our listeners about uh, all the, the wonderful bets you placed? Did you take the over or the under on the Army-Navy game? Oh, I uh, stayed away from it. Ah, I, had I was going to take the over and then I opted yeah. not to because I put too many of my bets in on bowl games and I, uh, well, it all is right. what it is. read time. Hi all hope everyone is having a great start to the week this week. We, Oh, that's, that's your email. Okay. Oh, sh- eat shit. Eat shit. <laughs> do the read. What? <laughs> I, I don't even do oh. the read. I love betting because misery loves company and another Saturday is coming gone or another Sunday has come and gone uh, for the 1 p.m. slate of day, uh, games. And I've taken another bath. No Minnesota, so fraudulent, so fraudulent. Underdogs, bad, bad. frauds. How Minnesota was 10-2, and two, Joe. Because they're overrated. I, I, I understand. We're, we're, I understand, but it was Detroit. Okay. Took a bath on that, so that shot down a lot of bets for me. Tennessee, frauds. Uh, so, so if you if you like to be miserable, I, I want to be miserable with you. And then if you uh, sign up uh, with uh, BetOnline.ag, we can all be miserable together after uh, yet another uh, uh, horrendous NFL uh, betting Sunday. It's just another bad weekend for your boy. And you're probably smarter than me, and you'll be miserable less often. Uh, head to BetOnline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure you use promo code BLEAV, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. <clears throat> BetOnline, where the game starts. That was a, a very startling. Uh, yeah, yeah, no one's gonna like that. I, burp. I apologize. Uh, ASMR radio. Um, that was an awesome beefy five layer burrito burp. <laughs> Sean, it's disgusting. Holy Cross fans, Holy Cross fans are not gonna like what we're gonna have to say about them. Um, so They'll probably like what I have to say about them. They probably won't like what you have to say about look, them. Look, this game was was actually it was very hard fought, and yes. I tweeted this out that Matt Sluka played a fantastic game and I will always give credit where credit is due. I, I say this on the show on the FPS pod, the FCS pod, whenever I'm wrong, I sit here and admit when I'm wrong. So I, I never had a problem with Sluka and I acknowledged that Sluka was a great quarterback and he played that way. However, despite this game being close at halftime and for a long period of time, South Dakota state ends up pulling away. They won 42 to 21. So that game, the score looks more lopsided than it actually was. However, I think, 
as this game progressed, Sean, I could slowly start to feel that South Dakota State was going to pull away. And the reason why I say that is that Holy Cross needed to pull out a lot of bags of tricks, a lot of goofy trick plays to pick up some first downs. And then they got into a rhythm and they were doing pretty well. But to see the how often Sluka was getting pressured and how often he was starting to get hit early in the game, I just knew. Like anyone who plays football, you watch these guys, this that stuff happen, and then yeah. at a certain point it's like, oh, this is gonna the 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 barrier is gonna burst and that pressure is gonna come and get get after him eventually. And that's going to lead to the mistakes. That's going to lead to the sacks. And that's what, what took, took them out of it. The physicality of South Dakota State took over at the end of this game, as I think we both anticipated. It would have been a miracle for them, for Holy Cross to keep the pace that they were on. And the first three quarters, impressive. I, You know what? There were some calls that the uh, onside kick uh, after scoring their first touchdown. Mm, okay, it didn't work out. But if it did work out, we, we, we would have been saying that's a great move. They were taking chances, which is what we said they should do. I said, Holy Cross, in this game, you're going to have to take chances. You're going to have to go in your bag of tricks. Uh, you, you're going to have to throw everything that you possibly had at South Dakota State, which is which w- that's what they did. They did. Yeah. And you put it perfectly. Unfortunately for them, uh, the dam burst. And fortunately for South Dakota State, your team has enough talent and power and discipline to be able to hold on uh, especially when Holy Cross is playing about at capacity. Uh, you you could have been tighter here or there. You could have made some more plays and maybe made it even tighter of a game. But that's about add capacity for this part of the season with the with with what we've seen from them. So South Dakota State held held on and they did what they do and they're just going to grind you out, grind you out, grind you out. And they're going to have some plays that that make it on the Sports Center top ten. And they did, and they were some impressive plays. Uh, I'm watching my with my roommates. I'm like, oh yeah, there's Tucker Craft. Like who's 85? Well. I'm I'm only going to say his name one more time because he keeps on making play after play. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Isaiah Davis looked really sharp. Uh, Mark Gronowski looked good. So that that team is coming into form when they should be. And didn't their coach win uh, Coach of the Year? I believe. Yes. Yeah. Yes, congratulations to him. He was very nice when we met him uh, in Brookings. As very well. very nice guy. Yeah. Very he nice didn't guy. have to do that, but it was uh, it was nice. So it was a uh, it was a good game for South Dakota State. Carry it on. All right. Carry it on. You fought a, It's going to be another game just like that. It will be. It, and look, I'm I'm not gonna sit here and do. I know everyone wants me to sit here and, and scream into the mic and say "fuck you, Holy Cross." Like mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not gonna do that right now. I'm 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 gonna be respectful, okay? But what I said and what we talked about during the week that a lot of people love to push back on, and there was also this this debate that I was seeing going on on Twitter about like. Oh, can we admit that Holy Cross can compete with with the best teams in the FCS? Like I I still don't really agree with that because the reason why they lost this game is exactly how we described it, Sean. Exactly how we described it. South Dakota State has better athletes, they're more physical, and they're more talented. And because of that, they were going to grind them out. They're not a team, they're not like Incarnate Word that is going to try to air you out. They're not that type of a team. They are a run-first, run-centric team. They're going to grind you out, and then at the end of the game, that's when they pull away. And because of that vast difference is why Holy Cross, when it came to crunch time, when it came to that final quarter, why they couldn't hang in the the game. If that was any other Big Sky, Missouri Valley Football Conference program, they could have fought their way back into it. But there is just such a noticeable talent gap, size gap, uh, physicality gap, that kept them out of the game. And like that shouldn't be a hot take to say that a Patriot League team is not going to be able to show up and compete with a team, the best team in the country, like South Dakota State. 
Yeah, it's definitely not. Uh, they, they should be happy with themselves. They should be. Uh, they won't be because they lost. But you put up a good enough fight to for us to not be like, oh, wow. For it, You put up enough fight for Joe to not come on here and say, I told you so. And that should be enough yeah. of a win uh, in, its, in, <laughs> in of itself. Because that's a huge win, especially with the the national media. And that's what I'm going to call us as, even though I hate saying that. Saying that you we're were dead in the water. Saying, saying you were DOA. Uh, going into this game, you put up a way better fight than we thought you would. You, and then Holy Cross came out; they came out swinging, man. They did. So, uh, respect. Wait, what does the A in DOA stand for? Dead on arrival. Ah, ah, I'm not a smart man. Ah, um, Sean. However, South Dakota State has a very tough matchup this upcoming weekend with Montana State, and this is going to be uh, a really, really fun battle of two teams with very similar. Uh, approaches and tones that are going to be duking it out this upcoming weekend. Montana State did not have as much of a fight as they got from William & Mary. Um, wait, the, the wording of that was awkward. William & Mary did not show up to play against Montana State. Hell they no, got they dominated. Didn't. Final score was 55-7. to seven. And look, there were some people who were who were being all pissed off and, and saying that like, oh, this team shouldn't have been seeded. Look, we talked about this going into the game. To travel to go play in Montana from Virginia in uh, on a field that was a sheet of ice is really difficult. And they just looked like that they weren't prepared. Like it didn't look like there was a talent gap like the Holy Cross game. It didn't look like that. It didn't look like they they couldn't show up and and put up a fight. I think in like you you said this, if this was in a dome, different football game. I just think that they weren't even close to prepared or no. knew what to expect in the conditions. They didn't. And you can't you can do wet ball drills, you can uh you can pump crowd noise into your uh into your practice facility to simulate going and playing in a huge game. Uh but you cannot replicate a true home field advantage like Montana State had. That was awful conditions. And for Montana State, you're used to it. Uh, their leading running back, Isaiah Fonze, uh, 11 for 162 and two touchdowns. You think he's used to it, Joe? You think he's used to running in the cold on <laughs> yes. a sheet of ice? And, and, and Malott and Chambers, they all – Yeah. They, like they, they were, looked like they were playing hockey, skating out there. And there was that one play where, where uh, I think it was Malott who scored a touchdown and then he slid four yards out of the end zone yeah. like, a, like a skater. It No, the, there, those, there was such a, a, a drastic – advantage and i don't think people really understand that advantage it was freezing it was below freezing uh it was a a c my my roommates were asking me hey well you know joking around what would you do to to get one more game and go out there and play i'm like you couldn't i'm look and i'm even watching the south dakota state game and i'm watching the conditions there you couldn't pay me no you couldn't pay me right now Mm -mm. now if you're talking about like a season opener a homecoming game like something like that sure I'm not going out and playing in December. I'm not built that way right now. I'm enjoying a little bit of the couch life. <laughs> uh, and this game here, Montana State, used to it. They had 328 yards on the ground. That's what William Mary does to teams. That's what William Mary does to teams. 328 yards on the ground, uh, 7.8 yards of rush, and then five rushing touchdowns. That is what William Mary does. And, and yeah. William Mary was held to 135, one touchdown, and a 3.5 average. This was a... a it was just such an advantage for Montana State that I can't even say William Mary didn't go, get off the bus. 
I can't say that. They just got worked by a team that's been there before, a team that is used to those conditions. And, and hey, welcome to the mountains. All right, this is not Williamsburg, Virginia anymore. And and look, we're not trying to discredit the performance by Montana State. I just yeah. I saw some people on Twitter that were clamoring for uh, discreditation for from for William and Mary. And I don't, I don't think that's fair. No, like, William I, Mary's a really strong good, team. Very, They're a very good team. And this yes. is not us being a CAA apologist. If, yeah. if it was, if it was kind of is, but, but at yeah. the same time, Joe, if, if it was flipped up and Holy Cross went out there, they lost like that. I'd say Holy Cross didn't have a shot in those conditions. Right. It was the conditions, the play style, the tempo, all of that. And I said it on the show last week and, and people in the comments are, are saying that, that Montana state wasn't a buzzsaw. They're a buzzsaw. Wait, were people actually saying that? They were saying, Sac- how are they more of a buzzsaw than Sac State? You should rewatch the oh. whole game. Uh, no, oh. no, 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 you do not. Oh. You do not get to determine who I'm Captain Buzzsaw. All right. And I'm declaring, <laughs> uh. I'm declaring Montana State as the buzzsaw. Look, final takeaway, though, I can't wait for South Dakota State, Montana State, because, again, it yeah. is. Yeah. Two really fun running backs with against two teams that have effective running quarterbacks. And I know that Montana State has, an, has two running quarterbacks, and they've got that two QB system working really well for them. I understand that they have all that, and then that might be a slight advantage for them or whatever we want to describe it as. But still, it is going to be a, 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 a heavyweight duel as these two teams are going to be uh, just beating the shit out of each other, uh, which is going to be so fun to watch. Um Speaking of a beatdown, though, South or sorry, North Dakota State defeats Samford uh, twenty-seven to nine. Quincy Critterton, aka Goofball McGee, uh, Samford season uh, ends ends pretty quickly. Um, and now that QC was was the one who was who was under center, and like, look, I I'm not going to sit here and analyze the hell out of this game. I know that that score doesn't seem super lopsided, but. I knew from the first drive that North Dakota State was going to win. I couldn't tell you the score total. I didn't think that it was necessarily going to be a blowout. But I knew for a fact, watching Quincy Critterton on that first drive, he did not look prepared. Uh, and Samford did not look like they could physically match up, which is, it sucks because it's a quarterfinal game. And you're kind of hoping that the the, the seeded teams uh, could put up a little more of a fight. But they did not. They did not. It was very, very lopsided. And the wrong score in the dock. It messing me up. I put the wrong score. You did. I just changed it for you. Oh, I was looking at the. Br- what was yeah, the score I understand. That I put in the doc, though, you that's put not in, what I read. You put in twenty-seven twenty-one. Oh, uh, I'm shit. like that's not what it was. Oh, I had to fix it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, QC. Um, tough, tough, tough way to to start the game, and uh, tough to uh, tough team to face off, especially in the playoffs. I mean, it's North Dakota State, and Cam Miller. I thought looked sharp. I thought Cam Miller looked really sharp, and I understand it's Samford. I understand, you know, regardless, it's a new team that you've never played before, and he looked sharp, and he looked sharp when he needed to. 15 for 18, three incompletions. You give me a, a, a quarterback with a, a primarily rushing team, give me give me only three incompletions. That's all I need you to do. Complete the ball. Complete the ball, because I know you're going to run it. I know you're going to run it again. Just manage the game, buddy. Manage the game, and he did. Keep that up, because, again – I'm just watching that O-line, man. I, I watched the O-line. That's all I looked at. All I looked at is just how they how they were able to stay low the entire game and come out of the firing blocks 
and reinsert the line of scrimmage two yards downfield. Now, Sanford's got some good dudes on the defensive line, uh, but this North Dakota State offensive line, and I'm watching Cody Mock, I'm watching, I'm watching them all. They're just they're they're hungry. They're hungry for it. They are hungry for it. Someone else needs to be hungry when they're faced. There needs to be a defensive line this week or next week or in the championship that has to be hungry enough to stop them. All right. That that's the only way, because if not, you are not going to stop them on offense. You won't. I, I, it's a different type of attack. I know the other offenses, uh, they're spreading them out. They're going, they're getting really creative. They're, they're, they're spreading the field, using all the weapons. You need to stop those five dudes up front or else, or else you're going to have a long day. That's what I watched a dominant, uh, 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 just, it was just dominant. It was a dominant performance by those five dudes. Yeah, the that offensive line, and I know that they're not like they don't have Hunter Lipke, and it feels like that they don't have that that star running back that they've had in the past. And Cam Miller's fine; he's not Trey Lance, he's not Carson Wentz. He seems to be, but yeah, Kobe Johnson had a really good game. But the my main point is that that offensive line might be one of the best offensive lines that they've had. Yeah, saying something, and it just looks better and better. Every single week, uh, they're in their in their bag right now. They are are playing at full full peak. Uh, and again, there's not really much to take away from this because like they had the easiest matchup this weekend potentially, uh, and they kind of not coasted, but they just very easily won this game. They, they they took the lead from the jump, and it didn't really take a whole lot. There wasn't much of a fight that was put up by by Samford, but there was a really big fight between Incarnate Word and Sacramento State. This Dude, was forever. Dude, this was a really fun game. 66-63 for Incarnate Word. My main takeaways for this, and like I give Sac State a lot of credit for fighting to get back into this one, but the stupid turnovers early, the defensive touchdown that they gave up on the fumble late in the game, you can't, you're not going to beat Incarnate Word turning the ball over as many times as you did. You're just not. It's not going to happen. They can score in an instant with any of their running backs, with any of their quarterback, or, or with any of the receivers. And Lindsey Scott can either beat you on the ground or through the air. He, he is him, man. He is a he is the dude. He exactly is the Walter that. Payton Award winner. He is so goddamn good. He took over this game and uh, he took full advantage of the mistakes that that Sacramento State made in this one. I want him playing for Atlanta. I want him. I need him playing for Atlanta. He's not a pro quarterback. Shut up. He's not a pro. Quarterback. Shut up. Not a pro quarterback. He had 219 yards on the ground and four touchdowns passing. He had 166 yards on the ground and two touchdowns rushing. I want him. This game, he, though, he's this, not an, you can't call him him unless he's him. He's better than whoever the hell they're suiting up in, 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 in South Bend. You look me in the eyes and tell me I'm wrong also. Well, he was at LSU for a period of time. I mean, he's a talented player, but he's not a he's not an NFL player. You think he couldn't take the North uh, Notre Dame starting job right now? Oh, I think he could. I think he absolutely that could. That was my question then. He's out, but he's out of eligibility. He'll be a great XFL quarterback. Hypothetically, if he had another year, would he be starting for the Fighting Irish? Depends what transfers they get. If they get Devin Leary, no. He's not starting over Devin Leary. He's not st- starting over Hudson Card. If Drew Pine was still there and he was he there to start the season. Both of them. Shut up. Mm, no, that's Irritate me. You that's irritate me to no end. This game was bonkers. Uh, 57 points scored in the fourth quarter. 57 combined points. Maybe the best game of the year. Nuts. Maybe the best game of the year. 
and it was Scott stuck Van on ESPN Plus. Scott Van Pelt was uh, was saying it when they were doing the when they were doing Sports Center. Maybe game of the year. Uh, you might have Alabama Tennessee. You might have Alabama LSU game of the yeah. year possibly. Uh, you, the the first Utah USC. I don't know this though. This game might have been game of the year. And if you're not following us, follow some of the guys that are actually really good at it. Uh, Reddit CFB was covering it. Uh, Sicko's yeah. committee was covering it. Uh, and it, it's just, I couldn't get enough of this. I couldn't get enough of seeing what happened in this game, what transpired. It was a, a, a very fun game. This is what you look for in the playoffs. This is what you look for. You look for a game of the year type situation. And we got one. We're going to keep on being confused as to who's throwing passes at Sacramento State. That's what we're going to keep on doing. We're going to keep on watching Lindsey Scott be a dude all over everybody. That's what we're going to watch. We're going to watch just two teams punch each other in the face for for 60 minutes and not, not stop scoring. And who who is it? Who is it? Let me look it up right now. I have it. I have it. What? Who who has to try to defend this air raid next week? I had it. Let me get right North Dakota State. Oh, good luck. Good luck. What, what? I explained that Montana State was playing South Dakota State. I you know. Think, I forgot. You think incarnate word also is there's just would like you, a three-way Would you shut up? I got it. I, would you shut it? So I'm South Dakota State to has it. to play Montana State, and then they also have to play incarnate word immediately after. It's like a, it's like one of those uh, – it's like a lacrosse tournament where you just kind of like go to the next field and then you play each other. And then North Dakota State is just going to kind of hang out until the championship. <laughs> But to your point, it's I actually don't know mind. if they if they I, I actually do not know if North Dakota State has the secondary to cover some of these guys, man. Like this is going to be a really tough, tough game. And I also I have to say, though, I got to give Coach Kinney credit. Oh, because yeah. I, I talked about how this stuff is so detrimental for uh, any team and it's hard to outwork it. And there's rare instances where it doesn't create a distraction. Might have created a distraction for their defense that didn't cover anyone, but it did not create a distraction for Lindsey Scott, who rallied the troops around him and did everything that they needed to do to win this football game. Uh, got this text from a, uh, a very reliable source that I very much respect. Joe couldn't have been more wrong about Incarnate Word. Who's the reliable source? My dad. God damn it, Chris. <laughs> that, that premise is a good you're, point, you're, though. You're, you're. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> the premise uh, makes sense, but I guess they got a yeah. coach there that, that really knows what he's doing. And I, maybe they have the dude there. Also, I also have to say, this this was another one of those weird bits. Um, I saw a much more aggressive tweet by... Uh, somebody on on Twitter, and I, th- I think it was like a Montana State fan or somebody that was like, like, oh, this is a joke. This was your your second seeded team, and they can't be incredible. Dude, they played a really hard fought game. They played a really really tough game. Like, why yeah. are you complaining? They deserve to be the two seed. They were undefeated with an FBS win, and they ran the table in their conference schedule. Like, why is that not deserving? Yeah, hey, Montana State fans, don't turn heel at this point. You, you, it doesn't matter who you're playing. All right. You got to win the next two games. It doesn't matter. Yep. So yeah. zip it. You, you've been good. Don't turn <laughs> heel. I hate for the Montana stand, State fans to turn heel. I yeah, hate we, for that to happen. We've been an inadvertently biased Montana State show, uh, as well as the South Dakota State show. So it's going to be really confusing, which where, where do our biases lie? I, I wish we're a Lindsey Scott Jr. show. 
Well, I am. You, you, you are. I'm not a hater. You muted yourself. I know I did. What were you going to say? Something, something mean to me? Nope. You had to cut yourself off. Nope, I okay. had to cut something off so so, so someone wouldn't uh, be thrown up after eating lunch. That's disgusting. And I also, I applaud you for being able to pause that. I think the next door neighbors might have heard that one. That's uh, oh my god! <laughs> Is there? Hold on, I actually might have set off a car alarm. <laughs> okay, well that's one way to end the show. Uh, <laughs> At Joe DeLeon, at Sanderson Radio, FCS Football Podcast, Hack City on YouTube. Oh, Hit subscribe, turn on the bell. Sean has a point. Holidays are coming up. Uh, if you want to start sending me, me or Joe gifts, uh, that'd be great. Uh, no, I don't send in, us anything. I'm in need we're, of new britches. Everyone unfollow Sean. I, disgusting. Haynes Comfort Flex Fit. Absolutely. Are, are those the number one disgusting terrible person uh thanks for tuning in we're really sorry for ruining your day is that just ruined mine (laughs) goodbye everyone drive safe this is the story of the one As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.